We are dedicated to spreading the good news of Jesus Christ through all available means with a sole focus of teaching the word, making it plain, sharing it with love. Today, we will be talking about cycles. Uh, so this was a befitting song. Um, let's get into the, the scripture. The first scripture is coming out of Proverbs 10 and 13. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found. But a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Job 6 and 24. Teach me and I will hold my tongue and cause me to understand wherein I have erred. And James 1 and 22 to 25. But ye be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man that he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he be not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. All right. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for allowing us to wake up because today was not promised. Allowing us to uh, get up and uh, put put our, our broadcast on to be able to listen and, and participate in church from afar. Lord, thank you so much for uh, bringing us together so we can... Uh, discuss you again. Lord, we ask that you keep our minds clear, keep our hearts open, keep our ears open, and uh, allow us to grow from this. In your name we pray. Amen. So, <sighs> cycles. Uh, and as you heard in the song, cycles um, a lot of times are uncomfortable. We're going around the circle to come to the same place we've been to before. We find ourselves going through the same trials and stuck in the same circumstances that we thought we had been delivered from, that we thought we had escaped from. And now sometimes, sometimes it's our duty, it's our responsibility, um, it's our designation to, to just let go, to let God. Um, Sometimes we have to let him just take the wheel and, and do what he needs to do. We are a passenger at those moments. And knowing what to kind of give to the, the push and pull of the Holy Spirit is important. But uh, in these situations, it's important to recognize that he never loses control. We need to recognize that even if we're going through something that's uncomfortable or we've been there before, that at those times, there's there's a reasoning for it. And, and it makes me think, I don't know if anybody on the line has, uh, is familiar with or, or has read any of like those Hardy Boy books or or really any book that was like a, a make your own adventure type book where you start at the beginning where everybody else does. And at certain points, you make a decision along the way to, to do one thing or the other. Do you want to... Uh, uh, climb the mountain or do you want to go through the jungle and and ultimately 
you make these decisions, you go to a certain page in a book, uh, designate on your decision, and stuff happens. But over time, maybe it's the first book, maybe it's two or three books that you read that are like that, you recognize that the ending is the same. The beginning and the ending is the same. The path may look a little different, but you're really only going on on, on a path that was already pre-written. It's already laid out. So no matter which choice you choose, you're going to end up where the author designated you to be. Right? Where the author designated you to be. Within the confines of the book, it's already pre-written. Within the limitations of what the creator has laid out for us. So yes, sometimes we go in cycles, but it's all a part of the plan. But when we go through those cycles, of course, it's it's not comfortable. And a lot of time, those times are necessary for us to learn something. And maybe we didn't learn what we need to learn the first time, so we're back there again. So how do we grow beyond those times? Well, I know we pray. Lord, why am I here again? Please set me free. Please deliver me. What we're going to talk about today is sprinkling a little bit of truth and a little bit of introspection, self-reflection. And we can add to that, Lord, what do I need to see? What do I need to hear? What do I need to learn? What do I need to adjust? There's things that we have to recognize in ourselves. There's some truths that we have to kind of get to either on ourselves or just within ourselves in order to move forward. But why do we struggle with that part? Why is it easier to pretend that there's nothing wrong or, or we, we blame anything and everything uh, on something else? We blame everything for our issues. We point fingers. A lot of times we like to pin our shortfalls on all types of external factors. But when we continue to find ourselves in the same place, it starts to become obvious, right? It usually means there's, there's something that we have to see or observe or grow from. We can't continue to pretend that we're just cycling just because. Uh, there's something there for us. There's something wrong, right? So, what type of cycles am I talking about? Um, I know we have our cycles that may not seem like cycles where our wheels are spinning and maybe we're making moves, maybe we're doing stuff we're, we're moving our hands about but we're stuck in the mud our wheels are spinning and then you have those loops in our life where we find ourselves circling around to the same place where we've been before the same place where uh, maybe we we had worked so hard before to break free. We had put in work to do something. We had um, made an effort to get out of that spot by whatever means, but we're back at the same place again. And then this also includes those generational cycles. Maybe we personally have gone through it. 
but we're repeating the same things that have been repeated before us. Think about that. So there's cycles on different levels, but we're stuck in that that rat wheel. We're stuck in that, that, that mouse wheel. That's us. So the first thing, <laughs> the first thing we have to get to is figuring out the truth. Understanding the truth of it all. But there's something difficult for us to take in about the truth. Why would why would we rather a lie? And I'm not just talking about talking to somebody face to face and and just wanting a lie over them telling the truth. I'm talking about this stuff about ourselves, the stuff about the situation, the stuff that is easier to ignore sometimes, easier to pretend that it's not there, or it's easier to accept something that's not quite fully the truth. We're hardwired to reject or deny information that doesn't fit our perspective. If we've always known that the sky is blue, why why would we want to, or why would we readily just accept that the sky is some other color? There's no, what's, what's the benefit in that for us? It's easier to just continue believing the sky is blue. Now, there may not be any motivation to believe that sky is blue. There's no, there's no reason why it's better that we believe the sky is blue, but why change what we already know? Now, that's an easy example, but think about the times when it's in our best interest to keep things how they are. Why change if it's going to require more? Okay. Well, I think we can get to that point. I think the first thing that has to be considered, the first thing that we have to take in is get in the mindset that there, there is something else. There is another way um, or that there is even an issue to begin with. Recognizing that there's actually something there. Something that's not quite right or maybe just another way to go about it. Recognizing it. So that's the first step. I'm stuck right back to where I was delivered from. Yeah, we know there's an issue. I want to uh, continue to build my relationship with God. We know there's something that can be done. We're recognizing the things that maybe we're doing the same thing over and over again. And us coming back to the same place or not growing from it or we're stuck. That That's a sign that the there's something else. Maybe there's another way. Maybe we have to see something. But that's the first part. But the second part is where you start to have to dig a little bit more. And it's not just hearing, or it's not just knowing that there's other things. And it's not just hearing that there's other things, other ways, other approaches. But it's trying to understand, seeking to understand those other means, there's other methods, there's other approaches. Seeking understanding. I know we're typically, I'll say this day and age for sure, quick to reject any other ideas <laughs> or thoughts that, that don't align with our own. And I know we're seeing that a lot in the media, <laughs> quite a bit in the media these days. And to be honest, it's it's Recognizing that's, that's a defense mechanism. 
We're trying to protect what we already know or what we already cherish. Even listening to those things could disrupt that. Even uh, hearing those things beyond just seeing it and being able to flip past can 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 hurt us, right? Because we we want to guard our spirit. That makes sense. Even if we don't agree, though. How much have we learned by at least listening or or be go be, going beyond hearing, listening to what the the issues may be or listening to um, what other methods and other approaches that we have? Seeking understanding is the next part. So we talked about um, recognizing that there's an issue or recognizing there's another way. Seeking understanding about what's going on, what the real problem is. Those aren't easy things. Proverbs 10 and 13, in the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found. But a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Those two first parts are just to get to the point where we can obtain wisdom. All I've talked about so far is the knowledge of just knowing that there's something there and knowing there's something that can be done. We're stuck in a rut. We're stuck somewhere. And if we can't recognize that we're even in a situation, we're going to probably continue to be stuck there. If we get to the point where we recognize there's a problem, but we're not really able to hear uh, or think on or pray on or figure out other ways that we can improve it, we're probably going to be stuck in that same situation. So at some point, when we have attained that knowledge on what we could do, we've found it in the good book. We've heard it from somebody. We pinpointed the stuff and we kind of got to the point where we, we see there's other things, other ways to look at it, other ways to look at this situation. We have a choice to take it in or not, to believe or not. So at this specific point, it would serve as well to have wisdom. And a little bit of discernment. At this particular point, it would be good to have those things in our tool belt. And if not, rely upon someone who may have those things already. We have to scrutinize what we hear for the same reason that some people may not want to hear it in the first place. But we have to guard our spirit, right? We take in a lot of stuff. And on a day-to-day basis, we reject so much of that stuff. There's some stuff we choose to take in and believe. And we're not always right. But when we're talking about uh, food for the spirit, when we're talking about words that are going to help us spiritually, we have to be, we have to scrutinize what we take in. We have to guard what comes into us. Now, again, we can we can guard as much as we want by not trying to listen in the first place. But if we're talking about growth, we're talking about being stuck in a place and growing beyond it, you have to take in stuff. You have to to bring in something new or enact something new in order to grow out of that situation. So, yes, pray for discernment, pray for sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, uh, to his word. Pray for direction. But at this point, we have to choose to take it in. We're committing our faith to it. We're choosing to believe this truth. So we're talking about seeking understanding and finding truth. 
We've gone through those, those parts. We found the truth. But we're still stuck in that situation. We're still stuck in that situation. All of that by itself already sounds like a whole lot. But I didn't even mention the toll or the sacrifice of choosing to believe something new. Because think about it. When you accept something new, a lot of times that means the rejection of something that's always been there. Depending on what it is, it could be like rejecting a part of yourself, uh, something that's ingrained in you. It could be like rejecting something that somebody that you trusted told you. And they weren't lying when they told you, but what they told you that you based a lot of your decisions on going forward was wrong. Or think about if the thing that you know now is truth is unpopular, there's a discomfort already with that, of having to wear the hat. And if you, know, if you speak it, you could be outcast, you could be shunned based on what you now believe. And I know we do that in our community. But again, I want to bring this back to introspection. Internally, there's stuff that we find that we don't want to touch. But when we get there, it's it's important for us to either accept the truth in order to move forward or we reject it and find ourselves going back and cycling that same gear. So that's it's an important part, but it's it's an uncomfortable part. And and that's not even a, the, the, the biggest part. That accepting of the truth, that that toil that comes with it, that's only part of it. Because a lot of times the truth requires work. There's something more that has to be done beyond just accepting this as truth. That's when the truth requires work, but it usually does require work. So consider consider this. You accepting or choosing the truth is committing to faith. It's a choice to believe. But faith without works is dead, right? So think about it that way. You have to figure out how to approach things differently, how to look at the things with a new lens. But that's going to change how you go about things going forward. You have to correct what may have been built upon the wrong foundation in the first place or an incomplete foundation because you have believed something different. Now you have to adjust. There's a lot of work that goes into adjusting to the truth. That's what they call a paradigm shift. When something so core to, to everything else gets shifted, even the slightest bit or changed or corrected, it affects everything. As if you choose to believe it, right? So if we're talking about something that we believe about ourselves, or we think about a situation, or we think about uh, what's going on around us, think about the times that we have been stuck. You have been in a place. And when you look back at those times, a lot of times you had a different understanding of the world and yourself at that point. And it wasn't until you learned better and grew from that and apply that to your spirit, apply that to how you approach things. Did you break free from that cycle? 
Think about your life and the things that you picked up along the way. And from the people that that came before you too, especially, actually. How much of what we do and who we are is based on something that may not have been true or may no longer be true. And I'm saying that because there's a lot of habits we pick up. There's a lot of things that uh, they wouldn't hurt anything. It may be a habit that we thought was the only way to do it. Or we thought that that's the trick to make that batter rise just perfectly. Or we thought that was, there's a lot of things that we, we, we come into that we believe is is it. And when we find out otherwise, it doesn't necessarily break everything around us. Because maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. But think about how much stuff we rely upon that has been in the cycle. And not just with us, just been cycling for however long. Now I'm applying that to something that may not be a big deal, but think about the stuff that we have in our lives that are generational curses. Refer to as generational curses that we keep repeating the same stuff because we believe that's that's how it has to be. What you mean? I, I don't have to uh, check, uh, 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 just take any check for the work that I do. I don't have to accept chicken scratch for a hard day's work. What do you mean that I can work for myself and do what I love. Shout out to Sister Brittany. What, what do you mean that this doesn't have to be the way? Just because it's ingrained in us or it's told to us. Okay? And once you realize that's not the truth, the sky's a limit, right? But sometimes that battle's within us. And that's where that introspection comes in, that self reflection. Seeking truth about self. Getting uncomfortable with who we are or how we go about things. So we all know that God wants to work on us constantly. Constantly. He also wants us to work on us. (laughs) He wants us to work on ourselves constantly. Neither of those things are, are possible without first open ourselves up recognizing that there's uh, gonna be work to do and then seeking understanding so yes we should pray for wisdom and clarity uh, pray for revelation and healing and it's okay to get external help to to try to understand yourself too uh, seek counsel um, shout out to sister Patricia <laughs> In Job 6 and 24, Job says, teach me and I will hold my tongue and cause me to understand wherein I have erred. It's okay to listen to figure out. It's okay to get uncomfortable when it comes to finding the truth. We have to get uncomfortable when it comes to finding the truth. You can't, you have to hear it and listen to it in order to filter out for the truth. Not everything you hear is going to be the truth, but you have to hear it first and listen to it. Choose to listen to it to filter it out. We have to use wisdom and discernment when sifting through all of what we find. We have to make the choice to believe in what we find. We could choose to reject it or to believe it. And that's where the faith comes in. We have to be willing to do the work. 
because faith without work is dead, right? James 2 and 26, for as a body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. We have found our truth, right? So let's walk in it. Let's figure out how can we can enact this. What are the things we have to change based off what we found out that we've been living on? How do we adjust? We're stuck in these cycles sometimes because we don't seek truth. But what's worse is when you actually find the truth and you leave it there. You find you actually find the truth. You actually figure something out. You've decided to believe it even. You, well, let's go that far. You, you've decided to believe it, but you're not willing to put the work in. What's sad is that you get the same toil that you would if you didn't know. You're still stuck. You're still pained. You're still blocking all of your blessings. But it's only because you couldn't put the work in behind what you already found out. I would actually argue that doing the work is probably the easy part because once you know the truth, you know what you need to do. You know how to approach it. It's just taking the work to do it. Maybe that's a different type of work that people don't like. But I feel like the hardest part is actually finding the truth. So why not do the work behind it? It's one thing not accepting the truth. It's another thing knowing the truth and pretending like you don't. And as Christians, I know we find ourselves in that predicament all the time. If it's something that we know, we know we need to be doing and we don't do it, that's on us. James 1, 22 to 25 is an amp version. But prove yourselves doers of the word, actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning, contrary to the truth. For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it, he is like a man who looks very carefully at his natural face in the mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looked like. But he who looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of liberty and faithful, faithfully abides by it, not having become a careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, he will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience. Basically just saying that you understand the truth, do it, apply it. You've gone through the work of obtaining what you need to know you may or may not have gone through a complete paradigm shift, but at that point, what are you going to do? We keep talking about going through cycles, but it's us. We're putting ourselves through these cycles a lot of times. So in closing, we can't just keep repeating the same follies that we did before. We have to untether that rope that keeps, keeps us relapsing. We have to figure out what's keeping us running that same gamut and break free from that. Break the chains of uh, generational curses. Break the chains of 
addiction, break the chains of um, the stuff we, we just haven't discovered about ourselves yet. If we're noticing that we're stuck or, we're, or we find ourselves in the same place that we thought that we, we broke free from, then we already know that something's broken. We're, we're halfway there because we know there's an issue that needs tending. But, but we're going to have to dig deeper. And to go further, that means we have to seek understanding. It means we're going to have to filter out the truth. It means we're going to have to commit to change. That's a lot. And it requires a desire to break free. It requires wisdom and discernment. It requires the strength to decide on truth over comfort. Deciding on truth over comfort, that's huge. And it requires a strength to put in the work. God ultimately wants what's best for us. And that sometimes means that we have to chase our tail until we make the necessary correction. But in the end, it's it's our reliance on him. It's our desire for him. And his foundation that will, will set us free. When we get stuck in cycles, we shouldn't lose faith in our God and his plan for us. We shouldn't uh, be disheartened. We shouldn't uh, give up. Us recognizing the pattern helps us recognize the fault. And then also what we need to do to grow. Everybody good with that? I don't want to, I want to find ourselves cycling back here to the same spot again. Amen.